That's why people freak out when they play games like Call of Duty and they scream and break their controllers <sighs> and throw their headsets like I've seen people do. And it's like, why do you get so mad at a game? Who cares? Because it's not just a game. It's not just a game, Antonio. It's life, okay? I know. (laughs) Yeah. I know. It's like measuring sizes of things between people on how good they can (laughs) play someone. (laughs) This is a presentation of Dawnforge Productions. You're listening to Shattered Soulstone, episode 58, Better Late Than Never. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash sspbook. That's bit.ly slash sspbook. Over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Strap in, folks. This is going to be fun. Coming to you from a half-empty bottle of white wine. When Tonio. I found a nice little trifecta last night in uh, Hardcore that I'm hoping makes me loaded. Frasia. Oh, wait, wait a minute, what happened? Like, you lose five seconds of your life, you wake up. Chill. It gives you 38.2 yummies per second. With 13 to 38 yummies and 150 nom nom noms per second. Coming to you from the dark recesses of the proverbial Dawnforge pouch, this is episode 58 of the Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. And wow, I haven't updated these show notes since we originally were going to record this show. Um, it is now Saturday, February 22nd, so yes, we're... We're pretty late in getting this show recorded. Sorry, everybody. Scheduling has been, um, well, it's been it's been challenging because it's fourteen days late. It's not too bad. Yeah, it's only been like a month (laughs) since we last recorded. Yeah. So, I I do apologize for that. Um, We've, you know, the flu, getting cold colds and little ones, and just scheduling's been difficult. So, yeah. Let's take a moment for our listeners. Now that they've had this new opening and this, well, not really new, the same old opening, but now that they're finally hearing it, they're finally relieved, they can finally shed their tears, we're back. Yes. (sighs) Of course, we're not at full strength either, this show. (laughs) Uh, Brazia is unfortunately not here today. Uh, He already had something planned, and I thought he said that he was available all week. Yeah, but, uh, he said it was good on Saturday, and then something came up. So <laughs> Yeah, which had already been planned. So I guess maybe it was just the timing thing of when we were planning on doing the recording. So, But yeah, either happens. way. I, mean, I can't tell you how many times I think I'm free, and then Mandy says, We're going here. You don't got time to do a show. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. So uh. Brazia's out having fun with his family, so that's good. But we are joined, obviously, as, as you can tell, by Lantonio. Yeah, how, how are you, Lantonio? I'm I'm fabulous. Other than the fact that I can't play the games I want to play, like we were just talking about mm-hmm. pre-show. But uh, other than that, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty good. Yeah, it, working it was, again. So, yeah, to pull back the cu- curtain a little bit, since you're roboting a little bit. Um, oh, I'm sorry. We we were talking for almost a good 15 minutes before I realized. Oh, wait a second. We should probably start the show because we're starting to talk about what we've been up to. 
Yeah, I'm going to try. If, if I'm roboting, I apologize. I'm uh, at home doing my show. Yeah. I have no parents' house at the moment available, so I'll try my best. Yeah, well, that that's all that we can ask for. Yep. <laughs> but we are joined by Jen. Jen, how are you? I'm tired. <laughs> it's early. <laughs> um, and I've been sick and all that. The pollen count went crazy in the last couple days. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing new, in other words. That's the same. Um, but I'm tired, but I'm here. So there we are. Yeah, I could have sworn that winter was supposed to still last another six weeks. And I have... There, there's lots of trees blooming in the Sacramento mm-hmm. area. It's like, wait, I thought it was supposed to still be winter. What's going on? Yeah. Hmm. Well, we have a lemon tree that's just been producing more lemons than, like, the entire mobile home park can use, I think. So oh, <laughs> we've been, like, giving them to neighbors and handing them to, you know, there's a table we can put free stuff on. People can just take it. And uh, the little neighbor kid came over and took a bunch of lemons he found. And I'm like, okay, cool. Take those with you. That's great. Yep. <laughs> you know? Hopefully... Mm-hmm. Hopefully he'll take those lemons and make lemonade out of them. I don't know what. Yeah. I don't, I, or his mom will, you know. Yeah. As long as they don't become missiles that come back over the fence, we're all good. Yeah. When when life gives you lemons, you know. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So Jen, what have you been up to in game? Not a whole lot, unfortunately. Um, there's the cricket sound. What I was trying doing? to. The volume was down on it. I didn't realize. I thought I was playing uh, it. I'd even, I'd even catch it. Oh. Uh, I barely caught it. I don't know how I caught that. But I just anyway, turned, it, turned um, it up right at the end. I haven't had... <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had a lot of time to play. I really haven't. I had... Um, I was recovering from a sinus infection at the beginning of this month, and then I had a friend from Australia come over for a few days, uh, and he stayed with us. It's uh, Irk from IrkPod, if anyone's on Twitter, at IrkPod. That's him, and um, there's been much podcasting done <laughs> while he was here, well, which was fun. Um, it was great to see him again, because, you know, he lives in Australia, and I live in California, so we don't see each other all the time, but it did take up some time, and I didn't play any games while he was here, because, you know, why would you, you hang out with your friend when your friend's here, right? Yeah. So, um, that took friends- a Come a over, while, we play and games I up together. Some extra work. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, he doesn't play Diablo. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> um, anyway, so I didn't have a lot of time. I picked up some extra work at the last minute, so I've been typing like crazy and all that. But I did play uh, D3 Chocolate. I guess we we're calling it mm-hmm. um, for a little while with Sean because Sean doesn't have he's not in the beta right. so we played the, the, the regular game um, so my demon hunter is still at level 46 <laughs> and uh, You're getting there, haven't though. played the crusader I'm getting there slowly but surely I'll get there eventually and um, my crusader in the beta is still at 20 something I can't remember which one I think we need to set a new goal that you and Sean sh- uh, what has his his barbs not level 60 right no. So yeah, new goal for you two is to get your demon hunter and barbarian pair up to level sixty before March twenty fifth. Awesome. We'll have to do that. That'll be. Fun. I think I think you guys yeah. can get that done. I think so. Yeah, we'll, we'll give it a we'll give it a good try anyway. I, my uh, demon hunter's a little bit ahead of his barbarian, but we'll work it out. Yeah. 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 So other than that. Um, mostly started blogging about my uh, experience in the beta 
the back of it. <laughs> you know? So I did that. Um, I've got a million screenshots to go through, as always. And uh, played a little bit of some of other Blizzard's games. Not a whole lot, but some. And, uh, you know, wrote a hundred word story. That's about it, man. There's really not a lot going on. But my uh, workload has slowed down, so there's potential that I could get back in the game pretty quick. Well, that's that's good and bad. Mm -hmm. It's a yeah. sword. <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah. But uh, since you did mention the 100 work contest, I did think, or well, it's a, it would be a good time for me to mention that, uh, you know, considering that the deadline was supposed to be last night and we haven't recorded a show since the la since we announced the contest, I am extending the deadline to out a month. So the new deadline will be March 21st at midnight Pacific Standard Time or Daylight. I, I don't know if we jump forward by then or not. But either way, midnight my time, because that's what matters, right? <laughs> you gotta set a deadline somewhere, so that'll do. Yeah, and uh, we've already had a number of submissions. I would love to see some more, because uh, what, what we've gotten has been great, and I cannot wait for some more. I think the whole reason is, uh, you know, since we haven't recorded a show since then, you know, the top of mindness of doing this contest, or, you know, writing for this contest has, hasn't been there, so, yeah. But uh, Jen recorded a recorded an audio of her 100-word story, so we'll go ahead and play that right now. The demon hunter skulked out of the shadows and glared across the dungeon. The other member of her party was about to head into trouble, and she was too far away to stop him. Get out of the lava smashes. You won't survive it. The barbarian climbed back up the stone steps and spat on the ground. If that were so, then why are there stairs here? We have bigger battles to fight than this one, she reminded him. Now let's go. The barbarian pouted and stomped his huge feet. Aw, 37, you never let me have any fun. Yeah, so I was just thinking about uh, that 100 word thing, because at work I have some downtime and you can't like, do <laughs> any robot, awesome. Well, well, you know, at least on my end, I probably won't be like Jen. When we do the recordings, it won't be roboted, so it's probably just a coming through connection. But um, anyway, I started working on that 100 word because I totally forgot about it. But I, I haven't forgot, so don't don't fret. Never, you'll you'll have your your story that I know you're looking forward to if you can remember what the name was. Oh yeah, yeah, I I, I somewhat remember. It's been it's been a long <laughs> time since we last spoke. A little whizzy named Nancy. Yeah. Yeah, I, I knew it was definitely about Nancy. <laughs> I remembered that much. I got about halfway done, and it's... I'm, I just... I can tell you, like, it's my own story, and I can't stop laughing at it, not to sound conceited about my own joke, but I think it's pretty funny. <laughs> well, you, sh you should enjoy your own story, you know? I think it's pretty I good. I firmly believe that all writers should enjoy their own stories, yeah. you know? If I you're know, writing it's... something you don't like, why are you writing it, you know? Right. Well, I mean, sometimes people would write just for something that everyone else would like, but... I didn't know. That's if more it was fun. Like you gotta, you gotta own, make yourself happy first. Like laughing at your own joke by yourself in a cubicle, and people hear you laughing. Like, why are you laughing? <laughs> I'm just laughing what I'm writing down. And they're like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I forget it. Forget it. You don't understand. You'd be like, no, no, no. It's okay. It's all right. It's it's good stuff. It's funny. <laughs> yeah. So my little story is based on actual experience in game <laughs> with um, my demon hunter and Sean's barbarian. Yeah. So it's just fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, yeah, I've been meaning to write mine, and I was going to do it, but then I got sick, so, and then 
I, I got sick to the point where I couldn't even focus, so I was like, oh, okay, well, there goes that idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you have time. Yeah. So you could do one. And mm-hmm. considering that I extended the, the deadline, everybody still has time to submit theirs. So I'm. That's right. I look forward right. to seeing at least double what we have now. Right. And just to be clear, my 100-word uh, story does not count for the contest. You are not competing against me. So, and you know, yeah, just to be clear, it's, it's just, just for, for fun. Yeah, just for fun, just as an example. In and case just to be you, clear, you are competing against me because I want to win. <laughs> 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 hey, I'm not a host. I'm a musketeer. So, hmm. and, <laughs> you know, in, in, the, in the job, as soon as I tell you where I'm working, Nevik, you'll understand. But we, we, uh... We professionalize in loopholes. So. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Well, that's fun. But, um, yeah, so, yeah, we're, we're having a host competition on, on the 100-word story contest. <laughs> that's oh, what all we're right, doing. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Sure, yeah. Something like that. So, yes, the prizes do include a T-shirt, a Shattered Soulstone T-shirt, of course, um, mm-hmm. a copy of Nate Kenyon's storm of light and there might be a chance we might have an autograph copy of it Ooh, might very slight chance I know. We're, we're, it's still exciting to yeah. consider i just had a light bulb go off you said a, a host contest i i can't forget this because i will if i don't say it what we should do is we, sh- we should all have our own and then uh we can let them out for the show and have the listeners vote on which one they like the best or something mm-hmm. yeah that'd be cool sure yeah I, I just need to make sure that uh, uh, WordPress is capable of doing the poll. I, I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, I don't know. We can do it on creative I, on our forums if we have to. Yes, that's true. We could do it over there, which would be, you know, the probably the first activity it's seen in months. <laughs> actually, <laughs> true, yeah. uh, actually, there has been a little activity. I have a I have a new uh, intro. And Jamie's been on there a little while, a bit. Um, a couple other people have been. I'm trying to get it going since oh that's about the only kind of stuff related to Diablo that I can get on. I mm-hmm. actually did maintenance on it and everything, so Oh, nice. Yay. <laughs> cool. But um what I, I just lost my train of thought. Oh my goodness. Sorry. What? You were trying to <laughs> list off the prizes oh, right. for the contest. And the the grand prize is the autographed by all four of us um box of the cute but deadly figurines that we got at at BlizzCon. So, making those priceless, by the way. So mm-hmm. Yeah. This is like a, a one in a million collector's item. Yeah, Hold exactly. on to them; exactly. they'll be worth they'll be worth tens of cents in in, <laughs> in a couple of years. <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. They're they're worth more than that already. So. Mm-hmm. But uh, Lantonio, have you what what have you been up to? I, I bet it's been namely Hearthstone. Well, when it comes to yeah, when it comes to the gaming world, Hearthstone, I, I have played a, a few offline. Well, I have to go through Steam, but it still runs offline once you connect for the most part. I've been playing uh, Skyrim again because I got it on the computer and I thought, meh. But mostly Hearthstone. I think I've, in Skyrim I played maybe a couple of hours only, but just to say that I have done that. Of course, I've done the Heroes of uh, Might and Magic when the buddies are over, um, but that's not even that much lately. No, I started working again, and I, I, I started working, and I was looking for, you know, a job in my hometown, and I think I told you a long time ago, I used to work for a, a, a cable company or a customer or customer service line, and they happened to be, uh, Comcast happened to be hiring, so 
I got a, a job for Comcast customer service, so... Oh, I can, lovely. I can, I can, yeah, so... I, uh, that's what I meant by loopholes. I, I know how to, how to tell people they're gonna pay less and pay more. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, I'll be calling you, possibly, or you'll be calling me if you still have Comcast. Uh, yeah, I, I still have inter- Comcast high-speed internet. So, and uh, evidently, Comcast is in the process of trying to acquire Time Warner cable. Not in the process. Yep. They have. They have. I don't know if it announced it yet, but they have. They've they have reached agreements. So. Yeah. Okay then. Well, yes. I've, I, that's what they told us. They got them. They're going to try to buy a charter too, supposedly. But yeah. Oh, so they're forming a monopoly. Yeah, Is isn't it legal? nice? Eh, well. When it comes well, to our the cable world, it pretty... is because technically you can still choose between cable and satellite. Not in all areas, though. Right. Right. Well, you can't get cable in all areas either, so it's yeah, it's fun. It don't matter anyway. When you when you when it comes to this damn cable companies, all you can you can they're all the same. They have the same crap anyway. And to tell you the truth, Comcast has better equipment than any of them, so might as well just be them anyway. Yeah, and since uh, there's no more net neutrality, you know, what what does it matter anyways? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they're still fighting against that, though. Yeah, well, Slightly. hopefully. Because that's... I don't even want to get into that. That's just bad news. Yeah. But not, not to start a tangent or anything with that. Anyway, that's what I've been <laughs> up to, you know, working. I'm going to be having uh, Mondays off, though. So Sunday night, possibly Saturday, might be uh, some gaming time. I'm going to try oh, to bring the computer over to... Because Mandy works anyway, and I'll be off Monday, so it's probably going to wait when I'm going to try to get the computer over to my folks' house. But uh, I can tell right now, I, I just know with work, I ain't going to be able to make launch night and the expansion. So I'll probably be playing the couple nights after or the day after or something like that as much as I can. We'll see about that. But uh, other so things have I, been pretty so good. So, in though. other words, I actually have a shot at hitting level 70 well before you. Oh, I probably. I don't even know. Like you're gonna, you're, well, yeah, because once uh, once the new game comes out, I reinstall. I'm pretty sure I'm wiping everything and just starting a Crusader and not doing anything with anybody else. Because really? I don't, yeah, I don't really have fun with the other classes anymore. Like not even the Witch Doctor, none of them. Um, I was I was trying to play. Uh, well, I mean, it's okay, but I just don't doesn't feel like the experience I had when, when that when the beta first came out and I was playing. You know, the uh, Crusader. It was. It's amazing. I, I loved it. I never stopped having fun, whether in, well, even before and after the the nerfs on the you know the, the god ray or whatever they called it again, and or mm-hmm. the rate beam or whatever it was. But anyway, like I, I loved playing. So I thought it was great. It just reminds me so much of the pal- paladin that I'm probably gonna stay with it because I can think of all kinds of different types. I I could almost probably kind of like how you do build multiple ones so that I wouldn't have to switch them over between types of builds, but. Right. Anyway, that's what I'm gonna do. I don't know if I'll wipe everything. I might keep like a couple things, but to me, everything's like worthless on the current account now. Anyway, so I don't really see. I haven't really been looking into news though. They haven't mentioned any any ladder stuff yet. I'm guessing, right? Since I haven't heard Twitter blow up about it. Well, there there were a number of um, developer playtests with uh, n- numerous people from the community. Uh, I mean, Jh got to do a playtest. Um, Sibco mm-hmm. got to do one. Melkor. Yeah. Uh, Flux from Diablo Gamers. At, there, there's been a number of playtests, and um, I think in the conversation with uh, Wyatt that Archon asked uh, about ladders, and Wyatt basically said that um, they they definitely do want to do something, 
but they they're thinking of calling it more like a season as opposed to a ladder. Right. So, oh. So that okay. so ladder seasons they kind of one in one, aren't they? But here here's yeah. the little here's the little linchpin, you know, the the little um, fly in the ointment or uh-huh. how many other metaphors can I come up with? But uh, <laughs> but um, Wyatt doesn't really like he doesn't like the idea of doing uh you know like ladder or season resets just just for ladder resets like he he wants there to be some reason or some pull to make you want to do it you know but they don't want to do it specifically as they did in diablo 2 with you know Mm -hmm. uh ladder specific rune words and stuff like that so well the reason it was fun in d2 wasn't really specifically just because of the rune words people like the having the economy swap yeah. I mean, it's a little bit different with not being able to trade. I don't know if they fixed anything yet, but so yeah, if I no. misquote anything, it's because I haven't been looking at it. But without being able to trade and without being able to use an auction house, I guess ladders don't really mean anything. They're not if if there's not an extra reason, like he was saying, to do it. But I don't know. Right now, I just I just want to wipe. Just kind of want to get rid of all the crap that is out there that you know I don't need to see anymore, and then I don't have to feel bad about deleting it from my account. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I think the main reason, like, uh, Archon, when, when he was talking about it, like, the, the main reason he wants to see something like a ladder or, you know, it's to give us some form of, uh, you know, PvE competition, you know, endgame, like, right. endgame competition. Or a reason yeah. to go back, just, you know, if you are do get sick of it, a reason to start over, anything. To me, it's just, I just like it, I guess. Yeah. I've always have been a pro on the ladders, but... Yeah, I'm I'm definitely down yeah. with it because I have no problem ray rolling, um, which you, you might say, well, why don't you play more hardcore, Nevik? And it's like, well, because I also hate dying and then having to re-roll because I died. Yeah, and see, I, I absolutely love so hardcore. So you like control but... over when you're going to re-roll, then, right? You know, yeah. instead of having the game sort of decide for you, you want to pick when you can re-roll. Mm-hmm. That's, That's another thing. Life, life got in the way of me being able to play hardcore. But I'd probably actually, I could easily be into hardcore right now, and not be sick of the game if my internet was working. I'd be on there every day. So I just hope anyone that does listens like, well, Antonio doesn't play the game anymore. Well, I, I would, but I just, I, I really can't. I've, I've tried. It was weird for a little while. It was working. I could play solo a little bit at home, mm-hmm. but lately I, I can't even log into it. It's just maybe it's with the new stuff because I mean. At least on the beta, I can't because all the changes and possibly or stuff like that. But it's just so incredibly laggy that you can't go through telep or town portals or anything like that without crashing your system or my system. So oh, I'm kind of yeah, like that's, that's not fun. Just like that's, yeah, heck that's with it, you know. Whatever. But uh, like you said, I haven't put a lot of time my time in Hearthstone because I really got addicted to it. I still haven't put a penny into it, but I don't know how they're going to do that with and I was talking with JC Monk and he said something about because I said well you know what if I did buy how do you in being a beta you know how do you get your money back I didn't know if you had to really give up when they eventually launched the game but he he didn't know for sure I didn't know if maybe one of you guys knew if they're going to give you your coins back he thought or if you're going to get credited back for the money you spend Uh, to get your new decks if I recall, at this point, the game is effectively soft-launched because it's in open beta, and they're not mm-hmm. planning on doing a card wipe. So, um, so oh, anything okay. you bought, that's what I think I've heard. I don't know if I'm right, oh, but what okay. I think I've heard is if you purchase cards, mm-hmm. that those will carry over, you know, because you bought them. Yeah, right. well, yeah, I think, like I said, the game's I already in soft-launch, soft so 
-hmm. Everything you have at the moment will carry over when the game is officially live. So it's a uh, okay. But um, they when they did do a wipe, if they do another one, which I I haven't heard anything about them even thinking about it. If you bought packs, you essentially got the gold equivalent of how many packs you purchased. Right, so you could just buy them again, that's what I thought. Right, and if you bought any arena yeah. runs, um, then you got the cash equivalent, or the cash, the gold right. equivalent of those as well, so. so yeah, if the only they thing I was wondering wipe, is, right, if I if I got wiped as if, if I was going to have to just redo everything because I've only used in-game currency to buy decks, if I'll get anything back or if it's just going to have to restart. I mean, I don't care either way, I'd be fine with I restarting. Well, if you used, uh, if you used... In-game currency, you did not get the equivalent gold back. Right, I wouldn't be. Right. Because I've only used like a hundred. Every time I get a hundred gold, I, I buy a deck. So, because I, I don't, I don't, I play the arena like twice since me. I don't have good enough luck to have an RNG roll on arena. Plus, I'm not really that good at just spur of the moment putting crap together like that yet. So, every right. time I do it, I lose three in a row immediately. Because <laughs> you know, I suck so bad. But anyway. Yeah, yeah, I've had so, a lot of fun. I've been building the hunter, and so oh, you go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say, well, since uh, since we're digressing into Hearthstone territory, I might as well go into what I've been up to because I have been playing a lot. <laughs> okay, that's perfectly fine. Yeah, I just been playing that, and everything else has been going pretty good though for the most part. I mean, a few hiccups here and there, as Nevik knows what I'm talking about, but you get mm -hmm. over that kind of stuff. So, right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so like I said, I've been playing a lot of the beta and uh, almost to the point where I'm hitting that point where I don't really want to invest too much more time into the beta because, uh, I mean, every, everything I do is, is you know, going to be wiped, obviously, because it's a beta. So I, I'm like at the point where, yeah, I did my testing. You know, I think I, I, think I have a pretty solid idea of what I'm going to do come launch. I was able to, um, after the most recent patch, they fixed the uh, game crashing bug with the belts. So I was able to start. Oh, yeah, the belts. Yeah. So <laughs> I remember you complaining about that on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. So I was able to finally play my barbarian and got him up to level 70. Um, I tried to go with a throwing bar build, but I just, without, without having a 300 spear or just, I, I didn't have necessarily the great greatest gear to go with throwing and i just ended up going with a frenzy whirlwind barb <laughs> those are fun it's it's what it's what you do right <laughs> with a barbarian mm -hmm. it's what you do you know just spin all over the place and kill them all yeah, yeah. It works out great yeah i yep. i kind of i really do like the whirlwind build not now that you know i started playing it again and uh although the throwing barb will always be you know my uh my love i i guess you could say I hopefully will find the pieces of gear that I'll need to build a throwing barb in when the game comes, you know, March 25th, when it goes live. I mean, obviously, my wizard's going to be my first level 70, and once I get her comfortably into Torment-capable um, gear, then I'll probably then go over to my barbarian. But, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been a lot of fun. There's been a lot of changes to the beta. I mean, um, one big thing of controversy that happened I'm trying to think if it was three weeks ago now um, they made the decision to make all gear that drops prior to 2.0.1 unenchantable so that means everything that's in the game currently cannot be enchanted once 2.0.1 comes out which 
could conceivably come out very, very soon, like within the next week or two. Which is interesting that it might actually drop well ahead of the auction house closing, which is another thing to be be aware of, that the auction house is closing. That's true. Yeah, March 18th, is yeah, it? Yeah, March 18th. Is that the right date? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if you have been holding off on buying gold, um, don't do it now because it's now f over $4 per $50 million. Whereas... <laughs> I think two a month ago it was uh, it was just over two dollars for fifty million, so it's more than doubled. Well, and, and you can't. Uh, can you set your price on your gold or not? Can you set in the auction? I can't remember. Is it like if yeah. you sell gold, is it always twenty, or can you set the price? No, I believe you set your desired price. Right. Well, and... I know. I'm about to talk to my brother-in-law Doss because he's got a. I think he's got a decent stash of gold. Tell him just to try to sell it instead of bringing it over. Who cares? Like billions, I mean. So. Well, tell tell him. So. Yeah, if if you have over a billion, for sure, probably offload some gold. But um, you'll you'll definitely want to have at least a good, healthy amount of gold going forward because uh, enchanting gets quite pricey and gems get oh, quite right. pricey. So you'll and I know, some. I, I ran out. I ran out of gold when I did it. I started like fifteen million and I got nothing. <laughs> yeah, and then um. There are crafting recipes currently in the game. I don't know if this is going to continue into live. That require the, uh, I think it's flawless royal gems, or perfect royal. I, I forget the exact title. It's the the new highest gem that you can acquire, and it requires over 10 million gold per craft for that gem. Oh my gosh, that's a lot. So and that's a lot. Yes. Uh, oh, I know what it is. Um, to enchant, uh, I think, legendary rings and amulets requires one of those gems as well. So instead of gold, it requires that. So that's lovely. Gets really expensive really, really fast. And how's gold dropping nowadays? How, how is it for earning gold on your own? I haven't played, so... I still think that they could increase it quite a bit and not run the risk of devaluing gold to the point where it's pointless. Yeah. I mean... Because gems are going to be a very health, gems and enchanting are going to be a healthy gold sink, um, especially with us. You know, if you're trying to enchant a few things, there, there's a very good chance that it could take you know tens, twenty, thirty enchants before you finally get the apex roll that you're looking for. So, mm -hmm. and oh, then suck. But it, it, yeah, especially that's gonna frustrate people. That's gonna really frustrate. I'm just people. sitting here thinking about all the times I've rolled and like, oh, finally I saved up seven forgotten souls, and now I'm thinking, oh man, I gotta put ten million dollar gems in there too. Like, yeah. Well, I'm not really rolling amulets and rings. <laughs> yeah. That's probably why though they don't want you to just re-roll and right. everything you want. You know. Yeah. Well. It's it's definitely a gating mechanism to slow down people from acquiring you know perfect gear because uh, with the adjustments that they made to the monster health pools, Torment Six is definitely more doable now. I mean, my wizard she can actually handle Torment Six. I mean, it's nowhere anywhere near efficient, so it's not a difficulty that I would run at. But prior to the change, I could not do Torment Six at all, but now I can. So. Yeah, I was just gonna ask you that if, because I I know, like to me the hardest difficulty in the game like that should take forever to access, 
Like, I liked it when it first started. You know, remember how long it took just to get to Act 2 of Inferno? You know, that was cool. So, I wish we were back in that kind of difficulty. Like, you know, Torment 1 is, oh, it's great, you got there, it's good. But Torment 2 is, should be phenomenal steps for each one for me, and that will help. So, I kind of like the idea now after you think about it that way. Yeah, I... Well, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, right. It depends on the risk versus reward. I... Wyatt mentioned that they don't feel like they have it. Was it with Wyatt? I th it might have been with John, John, uh, John Yang, I think, where they they know that they need to do something to make the higher levels of torment um, worth doing. You know, to have something there, but they don't want to make it so, or they don't want to introduce a, a situation where you feel like you are the worst player in the world if you can't handle Torment Six. They want it to be a choice, not a not a mandatory um or you know yeah not, not a requirement in order to play the game to its fullest well that would get around the initial problem of people hitting that wall in inferno and going man i can't get past this this is frustrating i can't i have to get past this to finish to get, get all the way done with the game so to speak you know mm -hmm. so this way you could still sort of get through everything but you have a choice of how difficult you know right and um so i think I that might give... that might alleviate that problem yeah, yeah. Too bad there's not some kind of like not really. I won't. I wouldn't say use paragon points because then it would defeat the purpose of having them be called paragon points. But when you, if you can get higher difficulties, maybe you can earn some kind of something that'll help just you. Because I was thinking about how do we throw like why don't they just throw in the legendaries that are only available at six, and then people will think they have to be at six. Yeah, that that was they can only get that gear. That was but, something uh, then that it, was right. Was right, and then I was like, well, what if they got. Oh, now I'm thinking, what if they get extra stats when they get if they can defeat that or something like this? And then I'm thinking, okay, well then people are gonna want to have to defeat it to get the extra stats. So you really can't. Exactly. When does it not become to do a game to the fullest if it's content that's available in that difficulty only? That's where it's gonna get. But who cares? People need to stop crying. If you can't beat it, you can't beat it. Give it up. Like <laughs> you it's don't okay have to, to lose. Beat it. It's, it's okay. Thing, you know? Yeah, it's okay. It, it's it's so not okay for people to lose. It, it drives me nuts. Like, it's okay. That's why people freak out when they play games like Call of Duty and they scream and break their controllers <sighs> and throw their headsets like I've seen people do. And it's like, why do you get so mad at a game? Who cares? Because it's not just Worst a game. It's not just a game, Antonio. It's life, okay? <sighs> I know. <laughs> yeah. I know. It's like measuring sizes of things between people on how good they can... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. it's like it's like when people yell during sports. Doesn't it's it's starting to bother me because it's I used to like Call of Duty and it became like watching a sport to me whoa, because whoa, I feel whoa, like whoa, when whoa, I watch whoa. people play Call of Duty, yeah, that, no, no, this is why I snore when you guys talk. You get to talk, I get that yelling at the television when your sports <laughs> team is doing terribly. That that actually works, right? <laughs> Of course, you know, all your energy just goes right into that player and makes him play Yeah, better. the 12th man, you know? Yeah, you just have to be really loud. So he Where, where's, the, where's the yelling and getting mad <laughs> when they lose? <laughs> Who cares? Or when somebody... I, like, okay, I live in Wisconsin, so there's big rivalries between Vikings and and bears and it's they're always complaining yep. about something right so that's all, all I, that's all i know is the names i don't know anything more about it but <laughs> all i can say is i've seen more people fight because someone's wearing a different color sports jersey than any other fight i've ever seen ever 
And I've seen a lot of people fighting over sports. And it's like, <sighs> I feel I, I can feel the world starting to fight over who's got a better kill to death ratio. Seriously, <laughs> you know, <laughs> since that game's being popular. But actually, I think it's starting to die off a little bit. You know, it's not the number one sale this year anymore. So. Yeah, and League, anyway, League of Legends yeah. is definitely uh, dominating Twitch. So, right, but uh, but yeah. So you, you mentioned a couple things that I was going to jump off of, and now now I just need to pick out which one I was going to jump off of first. Um, you mentioned Paragon Points. Um, one of the greatest changes that they made uh, with this latest build was uh, Paragon. Or, well, it, leveling is so much better now. It feels good. It feels great. It's oh, yeah. uh, you actually you. You are now capable of earning more experience per minute than in live, which is good, because if if it came to the point where you get Reaper of Souls and then all of a sudden your experience gain per hour drops off, like just falls off a cliff like it did, right? you'd be far better suited to be Paragon grinding right now as opposed to post-launch. And now it's like, if you do Paragon grind now, you're just giving yourself a good head start, you know. You're you're gonna give yourself right. more mm-hmm. points to work with, which should, in theory, open up new gearing options for you. Because may, maybe you don't need to, um, may, maybe instead of you know going all critical hit chance, maybe you could branch out a little bit. And, you know, th- there's more options that that you can go with. So how did they justify how they raised it? Just raised everybody, or did they raised density again? Uh, density's been adjusted. I think a little bit more um it's not quite the same as it is on live right now but i can tell you it feels great that's good there are the occasional um moments where you're running for multiple screens and not finding anything and which is especially a little um disc like a little concerning when you're doing it in a rift there, there are a few yeah. map types in, in rifts where the density isn't where it might possibly be but we also you don't want every rift to be you know just exactly the same you know the same density no matter what the map is because you, you want a little bit of rng on that but uh it f- everything feels so much better now that's good maybe i'll have to get in and do some beta tests before if i can it's every time i would do a show i i do is think about it you know because that's obviously what the show's about so and then I'm like, oh, you know, because I, I just start getting off my addiction a little bit because, you know, and then the withdrawals just start coming back. I'm like shaking now thinking about it. <laughs> They're like, I want to play. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I remember when I could do a show and play Diablo at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And stream it. Remember that? And, and stream it. And mm-hmm. talk. <laughs> right. Oh, right. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> the good old days, right? Uh, yeah, well, when, when I bring the computer over there for launch week or whatever, I'm sure I'm going to get a couple of days where I'll be there, so I'll, I'll be streaming again at least around then. Yeah. And the shows that we have around then for a few, I can do some when I can get back over there, so. Yeah, you know what? Actually, I've been meaning to stream, but I got sick, so um, I my, my stream isn't quite the greatest, but, you know, I, I don't know. My, my computer is starting to show its age a little bit. Yeah. I think we sh- if we stream the show on occasion, it makes it more exciting anyway than doing it ex- every single time. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, once in a while for fun. It's good. Yeah. But uh, the other big change, um, there, we saw some major adjustments to the rewards from bounties and rifts. Um, rifts, now, the guardian bosses now drop significantly more blood shards. And in fact, they are by far the best way to gain 
blood shards now because uh, the blood shards that you get from running bounties is uh, well it's paltry uh, uh, you know um, you don't you don't get much anymore which is fine it in my opinion it is actually a lot better to do it that way because when when the rewards from running a bounty aren't so you know aren't so what, what's the word I'm looking for? It, it had come to the point where that's all you did was just run bounties. You didn't even run rifts. You would just run bounties because you get so many blood shards and you get the bounty bags and it's just, it became the best and most efficient way to play the game. And it took so much of the focus away from actual monster killing. You know, it, it started to feel like Diablo 3 was no longer about killing demons and more about running bounties. And sure, you kill demons while running bounties, but um, for the most part, you would just kill just enough to to satisfy the needs of the bounty, and that's it. You know, often you'd be running through you know legions of demons to get to the target, and then once you get to the target, you kill the target, and then usually by the time you kill the target, you've killed almost enough to satisfy the the kill count. Well, they increase the kill counts on almost every single bounty in the game, which is good because it. It means that now, now bounties feel far more like something you're running on the side. You know, it's just some side benefit that you're getting while doing your normal farming, which is the way that it should have been in the first place. And I'm so glad that they made the change. I think I read that some on Twitter at a point they did kill split farming, right? You have to be in the same area to to get the bounty. Well, there's still a way that you can do some split farming. Um, it's where you. You join a four-player game, and all four of you hit different acts, and you complete four of the five bounties in each act, and then you just group up and then complete the fifth bounty for each act, and, and then even if you right. haven't been present for the completion of the other bounties, you'll still get credit. You just won't get any of the rewards from completing right. a bounty. So by the time you get to the fifth bounty for each act, then you're still getting the, the caches. Now, whether or not that's actually more efficient than just running as a group um, hasn't been determined yet, but it doesn't matter. I, 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 like, I like the direction that they, they went with uh, yeah, the whole change. So, I think Diablo 3 Reaper of Souls is now in a really good place. There's still, there's still a lot of things that they can do to improve upon it. I mean, they, but they've set out the, you know, the, bait, the foundation for something fantastic to come in the months after launch so i am very very optimistic about the game now whereas I, I i used to be very cynical about it and and now i'm like i i've come you know 180 again i it's like full circle you know that excitement that i felt during the friends and family beta is pretty much back oh that's good because that's where i was the most excited so far so when i get back into it i have something to look forward to that's good yeah and other than running a lot of beta action, I did, um, I, I have sporadically been logging into live chocolate, um, namely just to remember what I have up on auction and if anything sold. <laughs> that says a lot right there, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but I did, um, I got my secondary wizard, uh, who I think I will actually be deleting post 2.0.1 um, because I think I'm going to use her name for my crusader oh okay and I, I, I just can't have two of the same name character 
So, it that would get confusing. Yeah, and uh, my my secondary wizard, I am, um, I am has, I am's my paladin in World of Warcraft, so it makes a lot more sense for my crusader to be named I am. So, it it's gonna hurt a little bit to delete a level sixty wizard, but not 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 a whole lot. It's now, not... how would that affect the paragon thing? If you it won't. That? It won't it at won't all affect it. Okay. No. Yeah. Because it's at sixty. Right. And okay. with the Sharagon system, you know, all mm-hmm. experience that you... <laughs> Sharagon. <laughs> yeah. with, with the uh, Paragon 2.0 system, all experience that you earned is account-wide, so it doesn't matter if you delete a character because it it's more or less like it would be in hardcore, you know? you a Hardcore character dies, but you don't lose the experience that they gained towards Paragon with this system. Okay, so. I think I get it. I was of the impression that if you deleted a character... It had to be at 60 to count, or something like that, for the the uh, Paragon stuff to count. But, um, like, if you delete a lower one... Well, you can't get Paragon before that anyway, I guess, but... Right. Um, yeah, you only earn Paragon yeah. experience at max level. So, if, uh, you know, w- whenever, like, currently in the PTR or the beta, when you're playing a low-level character, you're earning z- uh, zero experience towards your Paragon. Uh, you're just earning experience to level yourself up. Okay, I think I know what confused me. I was looking at the notes because um, they just released yesterday uh, stuff about Paragon 2.0. Oh right. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, and I was looking at the notes, and what confused me was the hardcore thing, yeah. as compared to the normal mode, because it says that if um, you have a hardcore hero who dies beyond level 60, their uh, accumulated Paragon experience will still count towards the hardcore shared Paragon level total. Right. So that would count. So I think that's what confused me. I wasn't sure if you know, if you got to a level 60 and you, in normal, or I guess normal, not hardcore, um, and you deleted that character, since it wasn't in hardcore, would that character's paragon level still count? That's what confused me. Right. But um, also at the same time, make sure uh, that you don't actually delete any of your hardcore characters currently until after 2.0.1 comes out. Because... Right, because you have to have the game count it first. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but I do believe all, all of your, uh, like, uh, your hardcore characters that you've lost over the, over the over the period of time still count. I think the only thing is if you actually delete that character, their their paragon experience will not count towards your total. So let let's say you know you have, um, well you know what, I I'm not exactly sure. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna have See, to that's why it. I was a little yeah. confused. I'm like, you know, I'm not sure. Um, yeah, it's like exactly how I, I think I'm confusing myself when I know the answer. <laughs> yeah. But I just yeah. managed to confuse myself, so that's fantastic. So. Okay, so anyway, I'm sure we can put up a link to this thing, and people can go confuse themselves with it too. Yeah. <laughs> by checking it out in the show notes or something. Um, yeah, but I guess that's what was confusing to me. It's like, okay, cool. You know, they're going to say, well, you had a hardcore character that made it past 60 and had Paragon. Um, you don't lose that just because the character died. We're going to keep that into your shared, you know, Paragon or Sharagon right. thing. Um, but it did kind of make me go, well, what if, it, what if you had a character over, you know, over 60 that you delete that isn't in hardcore? You know, how does that work? Oh, Or right. at 60, but over, you know, had Paragon points. Um you know, would it still count? Mm-hmm. And it will, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Okay. The only... Um, I tweeted this, uh, I just think, the other day. Um, 
the only big my biggest concern now with Reaper of Souls has nothing to do with the game itself. It has to do with the community system. Because uh, for some reason, I, I don't know why, I, I'm hoping that it's just a programming or graphical user interface hurdle that they need to overcome. When a community grows over 100 members, the roster tab will no longer show all those members. It will only show those members who are also officers in that community. Oh, weird. Yeah. So, you know, most communities are not not going to have a whole lot of officers, right? So, but I, I you know, Shattered Soulstone, Diablo fans, uh, Reddit, you know, those communities are easily going to be well over 100 members. So you're not going to be able to see who's in those communities unless they fix this problem. <laughs> Or unless, no, that's not good. or unless, uh, you know, the owner of said community makes absolutely everybody an officer. And is that a good idea? You know? Yeah, <laughs> and that's not a good idea either. Right. Mm -hmm. So that that's my biggest concern. I, I really think they need to address that before the game launches. But if, and chances are they won't be able to, I really, really hope that it's addressed in the very first patch that comes after launch. Because that's just silly. I, I mean, it's... Tr 2014. We should not be having this kind of issue with programming. I, I'm pretty sure that uh, that the game is completely capable of displaying every single member in a, in a community. So I'm, I'm not sure what's going on with that. Yeah, it's really weird maybe it's something small that they know how to fix and they just haven't done quick. Yeah, who knows? But like I said, that's my biggest concern, and if that's my biggest concern, that's great. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You could be upset about a lot of other things that relate to gameplay. Yep. So let's let's move on because we're getting pretty late into the show. So let me yeah, mention. Yeah, we are. Let me let me mention our sponsor, which is Audible. You can go to bit.ly/sspbook to get a free audiobook of your choosing. Sadly, Nate Kenyon's Storm of Light was not audiobook audiobalized yeah that's a great wow word. but um <laughs> his book has not been turned into an audiobook just yet i'm hoping that that will that that will change which also makes me sad because uh i really wanted to listen to listen to the book i'm, I'm gonna buy it now of course because i still want to read the book mm -hmm. and yeah but needless to say with your membership to audible or, well, with your trial to Audible, you'll get access to the New York Times and Wall Street Journal, the digital versions of those, as well as be eligible for all of Audible's member-exclusive deals, which are quite numerous and happen quite frequently. And if you continue your membership past your free trial, you'll get a free audiobook or, well, credit every month to then use on any of their over uh, 150,000 titles to choose from. So go to bit.ly slash sspbook to get your free audiobook today. So, Jen, why don't you tackle uh, the tweeters that we got here while I go get some more water? Okay, I can do that. Um, so our first tweet comes from at Scanline75, who says, At Shattered Soulstone, really glad to hear at Lantonio, the angel of death, back on. Great show. Follows that up with Feel Better Lan and Jen, of course. Aww, because I'm always sick. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm the angel of death now, huh? Yeah, well, for a little while, though, I guess I did feel that way. 
<laughs> well, I think you got that nickname from BlizzCon. <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah, yeah, it was pretty pretty bad there. Yeah. Every time I think about that, it bumps me out. Like, I was so fine all the way up to there, and like the second I got there, I was like, the second I got home, it took like a day to get better. It's like, uh. Well, it happens. Is, is there something in the air there or something? Sometimes <laughs> it's just travel. I think it's just travel that does it. You get exposed to a bunch of people who might not be well. And... Yeah, anyway. It was my first time on a plane, but I don't know. I blame it on bad <laughs> luck. So, that yeah, go be. ahead. <laughs> okay, so the next tweet comes from at Torak1714, who says, At Shattered Stone, bye-bye to my level 42 hardcore demon hunter. Also bye-bye to eight perfect star gems. Sigh. Why am I playing hardcore again? That's from Torak. Aw. <laughs> you lost your demon hunter. That's a bummer. Um, sad to see that happen, but... That is part of hardcore. I don't know why you're playing hardcore if it's bugging you. <laughs> you should do what makes you happy. <laughs> but anyway. It's like it's like when you get a tattoo, why people hurt themselves. But then they say it's addicting and you move on. And I can concur. Just, <laughs> it's addicting. Some people just <laughs> like to be hurt. It's I good guess. pain. It's good. <laughs> well, Torek got some responses to his tweet that I just read. The first one comes from JCMonkeyD3, and he says to Torak, Youch, sorry to hear that, and you're playing because it tickles your inner thing. (laughs) 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 And then uh, at CyberWolfZero also responded to Torak. He says, Bummer, man. Sorry to hear it, and because it and because you're a masochist, why am he? Why is he playing hardcore? Tor- uh, Cyberwolf says it's because he's a masochist. <laughs> so, okay. And then one more response uh, to Torak from Scanline seventy five at Scanline seventy five, and he says, "Ouch, sorry, bud. Maybe give the witch doctor a try next." No, never. never. <laughs> well, he's got at least one person encouraging, and I know Brazier would be encouraging him too if he were here. Maybe next, Nevik. Maybe next time you do, a, you want to try a, a cell phone solo. Yep, for hardcore, you can do the witch doctor because maybe you'll, then you'll survive. Oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> so so mean. <laughs> okay, so how many tweets do we have here? We got a few. Okay, so the next one is from at Razzleby, and uh, she sent us a uh, an image that goes with this tweet, and she writes, "What it's like at my house when at." Hometown Hero 008 is playing at Diablo with the guys from at Shattered Stone, LOL. And we have this photo here of a bunch of guys that are playing a video game of some kind, and at least a couple have headsets on, if not all of them. And they're very in tune with the game, and standing in the doorway is a girl in a swimsuit, and no one is paying attention to her. (laughs) And below that, we have Gandalf saying, you have no power here. Oh, it's not Gandalf. That's that's the king. Oh, I'm wrong. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. God. What's what town is? I should have looked at that more closely. But anyway, I would have guessed the same gen. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, wait a minute, isn't? Oh, I just assumed. <laughs> I know. I saw that pic on Twitter, and I was laughing pretty good about that one. Mm-hmm. That was a pretty funny one. I'm gonna have to look. So that you get up. the idea. Yeah, but you get the idea. It's like and ignored. Aw, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but if she's got, if they've got more than one computer, then maybe she could play two next time. But I don't know if they yeah. want a computer. You'd need more than one. But um, 
Anyway, <laughs> moving on. That's pretty funny. Uh, Cyberwolf sends a tweet in response to Razzleby. Cyberwolf says, LOL, oh, that wouldn't happen at my house. Waka waka, which sounds like the sound that Pac Man <laughs> makes, you know? Waka waka. Anyway, um, <laughs> thought it was funny. <laughs> Isn't there a guy on Sesame Street that always says waka waka? Which one is that again? Oh, that's, um, he's on the Muppet Show and that's Fozzie Bear. And then he tells bad jokes. Yeah, he says bad jokes, then he says waka waka. He's like, waka waka waka. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're close though, Muppet Show, Sesame Street. We've completely moved on, but, uh, it's King Theoden. Oh, okay. Well, I was close. Still dwelling on that one, never. We're past that. Yeah. I knew you would not let that rest until you could name who that was in that image. So, anyway. Okay, a couple more tweets here. We have one from at General U. And, oh, he wants to have his battle tag added to our group. And I have not gotten around and haven't figured it out yet. Yeah, and I haven't. I've been so terrible at so that. we haven't completely forgotten we're just we'll get there um but at general Ooh tweets at shattered stone hey guys finally dropped a comment glad i stumbled upon your podcast puts me in diablo playing mood every time i listen well i guess now we'll see him in game again yeah that'd be good <laughs> you know <laughs> Okay, um, two more tweets here. One is from at Scanline75. He sent us quite a few this time. Uh, he says, Did last solo hardcore Uber run MP6 hit Spirit Vessel four times, 12 health potions, got three drops, rolled crap HF ring. What's HF? Hellfire. Hellfire ring. Hellfire ring. Ready for ROS <laughs> at Shatterstone. <laughs> yeah, I think Scanline mentioned that uh, he's taking a break from hardcore right now until at least until 2.0.1 comes out that that way if he loses anybody um it he it'll still count yeah for right? sure yeah okay so that's a good choice and one last tweeter we have from at kagari le blue yeah I, I, yeah okay uh, who says at Shattered Stone? I know y'all don't play much hardcore, but how close do you think number of dead characters per class are? I'm not entirely certain what he mean- means exactly by that. If he means by us, I mean obviously, uh, I- I've lost two wizards. <laughs> but but if he's talking about you know just overall with the with the game itself, the entire community, I think uh, demon hunters would be the highest class to have lost. Um, uh, you know, I know, yeah. I know what the answer at least by um, what was the website that gave the they have there's a website that gives like live statistics of those, and the barbarian is actually the number one dead hardcore character because yeah, it's, it's used the most. Yeah, well, because yeah. everybody plays the barbarian, so they're yeah, it will, and especially more, when yeah. Spin the Wind was working. Actually, it might be still working live. I don't know, I can't remember, but uh, it it just makes. The hardcore, you know, with with lifesteal, the barbs was the easiest way to go. I mean, I, I did every single one there, and it was definitely the easiest one there to get there, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, I have one dead hardcore from um, when we did one of those uh, dead and waiting nights where it was attrition and everyone was going to die but one person. So I have, I have a dead hardcore monk who didn't make it very long. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On the actual run up to 60, the only one I ever I died with was uh, was the wizard. Mm-hmm. But the... Um, and that was because I was power leveling and was careless. But otherwise, I don't think any of them really would have been... If you, you know, if you go slow, I don't think any of them would... If you're... 
if his question is kind of towards ours, I thought maybe characters, how many of each class we've killed off, but that's that's the only deaths I've had was that, and then my one um, barbarian death. So. Yeah. And I think Braze just had a few. Uh, yeah, witch doctors, I believe. Possibly, yeah. He keeps talking about dead fruit. I think it's his hardcore story. I know the, the the biggest hits I've seen of anybody that plays hardcore that I know is Nine Pad. Uh, I hear a lot. I've heard. A lot. I think he actually lost his level. Was it seventy eight? Oh um, boy. To, to a to a disconnect. Oh. Level seventy eight. Oh, uh, witch that's doctor. Rough. I think it. And then the next day lost his monk. That was a high level as well, like level fifty or sixty. That's painful. Something oh, like that. That's rough. Yeah, he was. If I remember right, I mean, he'll keep, he'll quote me if I'm wrong, but he was playing like uh, MP5 or MP6 with his Witch Doctor. Had a disconnect, and people knew. I think actually Scanline was with him or something, and they tried to save him but couldn't. So, Ouch. So painful. Yeah, it stinks. That's the, that's the worst thing about it. That's the biggest risk you take when you play, but I don't know. I never had the issue, but I didn't play as drastic as everybody else was doing, at least nowadays. Like, I, I never went out of... If you really just want to live, stay in the low MPs and do it slow. If that's the only way you're going to go. Eventually, if you're if you're risking, you're eventually gonna, it's going to catch up with you. So, if you want to live, just play it safe and hardcore. Yeah, and the nice thing is, uh, post 2.0.1, you'll be... Well, actually, post Reaper of Souls, when Adventure Mode is out... Uh, leveling will be even easier. So, I look right. forward to that. I almost think when it comes to a hardcore Paragon, once you get your guy to like 70 and, you know, you're you're feeling good with them, it'd almost be safer if you're like really scared. Like, oh, this guy's really good and good. I don't want to lose him. Start leveling with some other characters. That way you can keep their Paragon. If they die off, it won't be as big a deal. Right. Right. Yeah. So, I, I do plan on playing more hardcore once once reaper souls comes out so i have a little bitty hardcore witch doctor that i haven't done anything with that got rolled during another one of those dead and waiting nights <laughs> and um i keep saying yeah i'm gonna go do something and haven't i, I well, i've laid at the end of my tunnel too I, I heard that there's you know possibility that charter is expanding as of uh, april so that means i'll be coming outside of town out to our our lake towns so You'll have better case, internet. I will get cable internet, and I hope, and that's that's only a couple months away, so that could be good. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I think the question right now is, what will happen first? Will Lantonio finally have high-speed internet <laughs> first, or will Sprint finally get 4G LTE in my area? You don't have LTE from Sprint? In nope, not in Sacramento. Sacramento. Nope. Oh, wow. Oh. You'd think Sacramento would have it. It's kind of big. Yeah. Yeah, we, yeah. we have 4G, we just don't have 4G LTE, so. Mm, okay. And the 4G is kind of spotty, too. So, yay for Sprint in be- mm-hmm. taking their sweet time on expanding their towers. But, yeah, speaking of all that stuff, I did find out I can actually get Fios here at my house from Verizon, but, man, now that they don't allow unlimited plans, that stuff is extremely expensive. It's like 80 bucks a month for, I think, 20 gigs of download. What? That. You know how fast you can do 20 gigs of download? Especially on it's, Fios. Yeah. Wow. In a heartbeat. I'm like, are you kidding? No way. That's terrible. Because like, the highest one they had was actually, it's, it was like 80 gigs for like 300 bucks a month. That's ridiculous. I was like, really? 
Really? <laughs> Never mind, I'll drive five minutes if I really have to. <laughs> yeah, that's that's just not a sustainable business model for them to carry. Because that's just, that's just consumer unfriendly. Yeah, get this. I have, I know people that have it that were like have been grandfathered since they're you know unlimited, and they have unlimited for like fifty bucks a month only. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I wish. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So let's move into our emails. Sounds good. And uh, the first email came in to us from Master Doe. And man, okay, I'll read this one. It's Want a make novel. It? Okay. I, I still have about half of my glass of water here, so I should hopefully be able to make it through. So You can do it if you don't want to. So, Master Doe starts off, and I think my son woke up. Yep, he did. Hi, Nolan. Come over here. <laughs> How are you doing, Nolan? You're good. Oh, good. So, I'm going to read from Master Doe. Hi, Soul Stoners. Forgive me, for I did not reply to the last episode question. But such a question can't be answered in a single tweet. Or at least I cannot. And I have no idea the context of what question that was. Because it's been a little while since we've it's done It's been a while. It could be. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In any case, he wrote us a long letter, which is nice. Yeah. It says, first of all, let me give you some news from Sanctuary. Hmm. Let's say the Sanctuary from Beyond the Great Ocean. I, I, think, <laughs> I think we call it the pond. You know, across the pond. Well, the Maybe, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you remember Vengeance, my hardcore melee demon hunter's sister? Well, she's still on her way killing champions, elites, and uniques. She's now Paragon 11, and in, in parentheses, hardcore. She's not a melee demon hunter like her sister, but her style isn't common either. Playing with evasive fire and spike traps, together scary and fun to play. It's my Black Ivy build, a reference to the French web series noob. And I confirm she is somehow like her sister, escaping from death itself when anyone else would say that she's done. Yes, still in love with the Demon Hunter. Okay, Nolan. Yay. <laughs> Demon Hunters are fun. Now some news from myself. Last weekend, I had a really good surprise receiving an email. Whoa, Nolan, don't hit that. Uh-oh. Receiving an email from Blizzard. At first I thought it was fake some of those nasty phishing emails but i went on to my battle.net account and oh what a joy saw it was no fake at all i have been truly invited to test the reaper of souls beta yay congrats <laughs> that's awesome you mean it's not it's not open beta yet nope and it never will wow. be oh well that's crazy now i feel even more special yeah. That you got in? Yeah. Yeah, well, first round, yeah. I, I know. Yeah, said. I didn't quite get in first round, but I'm okay yeah. with that. Because I did get in. we all did, I would say. We just didn't get enough keys to go the very first round. So. Yeah. 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 But, you know, it's cool. It's all good. Yeah. Master Doe continues, that gets me to the third part of my email. What I actually think about the beta in the PTR. Before going on, let me tell you that I've seen a bunch of streams and videos on YouTube and Daily Motion. Daily Motion? I've never heard of that before. But I only played a few for now, mostly with low-level characters trying both to test leveling, a little bit of hardcore, and crafting changes. But thinking a bit about what's going on in there, turning things upside down in my head, some questions stay without answers for me. Well, now let's go on for some explanations and feelings. 
patch 2.0 is great. The leveling is just awesome since the since you find gear from the beginning and all along the road, keeping you up to date while in front of mobs. Uh, mobs are keeping you up on fighting since you don't ever uh, blow them without a minimum resistance. I'm, I don't know what that means. Blow through them, maybe? Like, yeah. Blow through them? Yeah, yeah. maybe, maybe. But mm -hmm. not too hard and normal, either. What is weird is that mob density is not equalized. Sometimes you can walk for 20 seconds and not see even one, and then you're facing so many that you'll be slashing left and right for maybe 30 seconds or more. Strange feeling. However, things are getting exciting each time you play, both equally if you play just for a half hour or for four hours straight. I was wondering about trading between players since everything is bound to account. You know, I've got friends that do not play much of Diablo 3, and I still keep in my stash stuff for them to equip. But at last, I think it will be a question of balancing between the need for trade and the ways to trade things between players. If you find the stuff you need and more, if the stuff you find leads you to play a different way than you thought you would play, will trading be that much of a necessity? By now, I'm not sure anymore. And actually, you know what? Master Doe, um, Wyatt mentioned that I think uh, I, I'm trying to remember who during the Archon and uh, who else was with Archon on that stream with Wyatt Chang? JH and who was the other one? I don't remember. But anyways, Wyatt Chang said that he didn't even like having people give him their hand like have his friends give them or, wow, I can speak. This is great. Have his friends give them their hand-me-downs? Yeah, because he felt like that cheapened his experience or cheapened his uh, excitement when he found stuff himself. So, I guess... Well, I guess I could see that, you know? If you want to feel like, yeah, I found this thing, this is something I've earned, mm -hmm. you know? Then if someone hands it to you, you might not have that feeling, so I get that. Yeah. Um, let's see. But, that, but I also like the feeling of, hey, sweet, you're a pal. Awesome. I get to actually kill something now. And then That's kind of nice, too. Move on yeah, and then, so, yeah, and then move on and actually mm -hmm. find stuff because you're killing faster. So it, it, it's good both ways. Yeah. I guess it just depends on kind of the way you like to play. You know, I think the developers just know how to talk really well into getting the way you to try to think the way they want you to think, but really they like trading too. <laughs> they're just trying to, they're just trying to say we can't think of a way to make a good trading system, so we're going to convince you that you don't like trading anymore, and that's going to be easier. <laughs> I guess so. We're gonna we we figured out through our marketing scams that reverse psychology is cheaper <laughs> oh than figuring out programming. <laughs> <laughs> so Master Doe continues. I was wondering. Oh wait, no, I I already read that paragraph. But that leaves us with at least one problem. I'd like to share my stuff with my friends, some that are even more casual than me. I would appreciate it if I could help them at least for a while with some stuff. What if I could lend items that would be marked as my stuff, stuff whom my account is the first owner, so that I could lend it to anyone, but no one could give or lend it, but giving, um, but in parentheses, but giving me back, of course. The same question appears with crafting plants. Let's say I've got two of the same plans or find one that I've already got. Why can't I give the, one of them to my friends? Why making them bind on account? Now, actually, this was addressed. Um, uh, in a blue post, I believe, by Nevalistus, she posted that, um, or some, somebody was asking about it. I believe Drawfader was 
and um, that you should never find a duplicate plan now in Reaper of Souls. That uh, once you find a find a plan, that plan will never drop again for you. Oh, that's amazing. That's awesome. That's good. Yeah. Then you won't have any to give to your friends, so that would solve that. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So that answers that question. But Master Doe continues. Yet another point. I am a guy of farming of uh, white quality chests, barrels, corpses. Sometimes, I'm more of a runner than a clear cleaner. That, that's a different way of putting it. Instead of a cl- clearer, but most of the time, eh, same same. I take my opening everything that has been designed to be opened. Maybe being a programmer myself gave me some kind of empathy to game developers. Who knows? But couldn't there? be at least a couple of gold pieces in those oh he's talking about yeah all the um destructibles and um interactables yeah it's quite irritating using sweat and tears to open all chests barrels coffins jars and so on to find in 95 percent of the case nothing at all i don't say we should find marvels in every corner of every street but even a couple pieces of gold would would be appreciated when making this effort Less loot, but better loot was a great thing, but in this case, it feels strange to have all these things still right there, seemingly for no use. Because chests and corpses aren't even used to activate those legendaries, giving you boosts of speed. Uh, he's Oh yeah, he's talking about um, a particular legendary. Whenever you uh, destroy a destructible in the environment, it give you a speed boost. I won't talk that much about those new difficulty levels, but wow, what a huge but great change. I love that one. Just to say, I tried Torment 1 with my 60 softcore demon hunter and two friends playing Crusaders. Well, I must say I took another great lesson of how to dodge deadly strikes, but still got my butt kicked a couple of times. And you, <laughs> and you know what? That's cool, because that means I'll have to farm at lower difficulty levels for upgrades, and that's hack and slash style. I just love it. Let's talk about Paragon points. Well. Even re-rolling as often as me, some of the Paragon points seems useless, if compared to gems, for instance. And I was wondering, I, I you know what, I, I understand exactly what he's talking about. <laughs> you only get five of a main stat for each Paragon point that you put into it. I, I think the upper echelon of gems give you well over a hundred to your main stat. That's, yeah. But That's quite a difference. Yeah, quite a difference. Has that gone up yet? The... The Paragon... Like the point, the points and stuff that they give you, or they just make it easier to get the points? They just made it easier to get the points, which is okay. kind of serves the same purpose as what we were yeah. hoping for in, to begin with. Um, Paragon 800 definitely feels a lot more attainable now. Right. Because uh, before, if we had gone with the experience gain that was present in the first two or three builds of the closed beta, it was going to take months upon months upon months to get to paragon so for like a, a small comparison let's say i'm at like paragon what like 74 i think on my account at least on the beta right now if i was to go and try to get the 100 like what's my estimated time is that like still like 100 more hours or is that like no it would it'd be significantly less than that i would say um depending on what difficulty level you're running at uh, you could mm-hmm. be looking at somewhere between maybe 30 hours or less. No, that ain't too, that ain't too shabby. Yeah. 
But yeah, I can understand what you mean by that. I was just kind of wondering because I know I, when I started, I was 52 and I, and I got 20 Paragon points worth. I didn't feel like I grinded that much and I actually felt like I was already going kind of good. So if it's good, better now, it's even better. You know? Yeah, when uh, Wyatt Ching was doing that um, playtest, they were using a special, they, they created a, an, a streamer account um, just for those playtest purposes. And uh, Wyatt Chang had a Paragon level zero witch doctor. And then I would say within the first 30 minutes, he was already Paragon 14. Oh, wow. So, yeah, it, it comes fast, especially if you're running on Torment 1. That's good. Now I feel even less bad about never being a Paragon extravenir. Like, I didn't go back and go all the way to Paragon 100 and take forever right now. I uh, can't do it. <laughs> yeah. So, let let me get back to Master Doe's email. Uh, he continues. Just some words to finish that really long email. Oh, come on, Master Doe. You, you can write more than this. <laughs> I decided to test something. I feel I'll be the one who could test it. Crafting, blacksmith, mystic, and jeweler. I started a new hardcore melee self-craft demon hunter. Yes, no name is back. A hero is reborn. I gave, awesome. <laughs> I gave her the same constraints. Melee, a cloak, and only wearing crafted pieces of stuff, except for rings, amulet, and the cloak. But only self-found for those. No vendor. The first two or three levels were quite a challenge, I admit boxing yes boxing things before i could craft my first melee weapon but oh, wow but then it went easier well i shall tell you another day love you all your french friend master doe p.s if we europeans could not get into the shattered soulstone battlenet community would you mind it if we created a kind of european shattered soulstone community do you have a name we could give to it well master doe i have good news um, the Shattered Soulstone community shall be reserved in both the U the North America and EU markets. And uh, I'm not sure if I can pass it, but um, my account will be the owner of both. Um, and if I can, I will be promoting Master Doe to the community leader of the European contingent of the Shattered Soulstone community. Yay. Yeah, we're we're, we're not going to do awesome. we're not going to do a clan. <laughs> I, I have no intention of doing a European clan, but a community, sure, because it's not a clan and anybody can join a community. So that that's, it's simple. That's it, gonna work out It great. won't require much, um, it won't require a whole lot of upkeep either because you can just make communities public and then there's no need to uh, approve um, requests to be invited or anything like a clan has, so. So less maintenance, more fun. Yep, exactly. And our next email came to us from Jach, and I'm not sure if Jach intended for us to read this email on the show, but we're going to read it anyways. So, Antonio, why don't you do the honors? Sounds good. Can you hear me okay on the mic? Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. Hey, here's some uh, banter on the official wizard forum if you'd like to fu if you'd like future material for the show. It all started with. Uh, it looks like is this a link for a, a wizard ah3 for better or worse yep a guide for that okay that's a link for that basically a highly regarded wizard by the name of boozer a friend of mine wrote a post about how 
he succeed how he was succeeding in playing the auction house in D3. He gave his input on how people can attempt to replicate his success the last few weeks remaining for the auction house. However, in comes the character by the name of Wired, random random guy from the EU server who starts bashing on Boozer's auction house activities. Now starts the fun. Considering Boozer, as mentioned, is a highly regarded wizard in the community, the forum uh, wizards ra rally together and this Wired versus everyone else story arc begins. I, this, I, I have to mention that this I... This email already has too much wizard stuff. I, I, <laughs> let's go to Master <laughs> Universe. I, I, I was about to say, I really enjoy the, the whole thought of uh, forum wizards. You know, how wizards are wizards of the... Anyways... You know. Wizards of the Forum. Yeah, <laughs> I'm now. I'm now gonna in my story, my hundred word story. I'm now adding that she, that Nancy, is a forum wizard. <laughs> That's gonna be it. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Okay. Continuing. Enjoy reading through the pages of back and forth hilarity. I think it goes from page three all the way to page eight. But oh no, it doesn't stop here. Somehow the story continued into another thread a week later, <laughs> and there's a link for that. This time. It didn't take place in the auction house thread. It was good old total train wreck and derailment that spanned another four pages in some random posters wizard build thread. Poor guy attempted to bring this in parentheses. Poor guy attempted to bring his own thread back on a topic in absolute uh, futility. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm, uh, I don't know why, but like it's hard for me to read today. Enjoy reading, but. Do pay close attention to two hilarious posts on the forum member Chang Booster. Uh, his first post compares D3 item to cabbages and auction house vendors to cabbage vendors. The second <laughs> post compares auction house vendors to potatoes. Yes, potatoes. Potatoes. <laughs> cabbages and potatoes. <laughs> it's turned into a farmer's market. Okay. As of writing this email, the conversation hasn't ended. However, considering the discussion, it's a massive derailment of the original post. I fear that it may get shut down at some point. Maybe. Cheers, Jach. Thanks, Jach. And yes, we will include links to all of the links that he provided in the email. Also, real quick, I, I don't have my glasses with me, and I'm squinting if it sounds like I'm going like this because I'm trying to read the words. I... I kind of broke them, so I'm waiting to get a new pair. <laughs> oh, I, I was just okay. going to say, I that not that just how you normally read? I don't know, is it? I'm not usually that bad. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> oh, well, our next email isn't necessarily an email. It was a voicemail from my good friend Rillandoon, um, who I may have thrown under the bus in episode 57. Well, he made good on his promise to send us in a voicemail. And, in fact, um, I'm going to throw myself under the us because it's he sent this i don't know two three weeks ago and considering that we haven't done a show since then you know i kind of feel like i have to throw myself under the bus but regardless here we go with Dune's email voicemail rather what's up stoners sorry for the background noise Dune here i'm in the car driving to work it is a balmy 15 degrees fahrenheit on this wonderful warm Saturday morning and I'm just so thrilled to be driving into work on a wonderful warm Saturday morning such as this and of course I didn't want to get thrown under the bus again like I did in episode 57 so I wanted to at the very last second because I'm a procrastinator get in my voicemail three things I wanted to talk about first being my current state in the game of Diablo 
second being what I'm looking forward to, and third being kind of my general state of mind about the overall uh, situation with Diablo. Uh, first, in terms of my current status in Diablo, I, I haven't played for, for a while now. I got my Barbarian all the way through Inferno. He finished up Inferno. He's sitting at Paragon 7, I think it is, 8, something along those lines. I got my Wizard to 60. I haven't finished Inferno with her yet. But at the moment, I'm kind of at a stalemate in terms of what I want to do with D3. Because I know what's on the horizon with Reaper of Souls. I played Reaper of Souls with you guys on the show floor at BlizzCon. So I know what is to come. And what is to come for me is a better game. That non-linearity, adventure mode, bounties, that is something I am hugely looking forward to. That is such a huge change in the game for me because I do not have that loot deviant gene in me. That's just not something that's, you know, in my gamer gene sequence. So that constant grind for loot isn't really something that ever interested me. I love the story of Diablo. I love the gameplay of Diablo. I loved the boss uh, battles. I thought they were great. But the repetitive nature of doing it in a linear fashion through normal and then nightmare and then hell and then inferno that war on me you know so that's kind of where i am in you know looking forward is i don't know if i'm really going to be playing again until rebirth souls but i know for a fact when rebirth souls comes out i will be playing again because that will be the perfect diablo game for me and then last i'm going to give kind of my overall impression uh, as of well today is i believe february 8th yes so as of uh, five weeks from now, give or take, the auction house is closing. In thinking back to my gear, what I've used going through the game, with the exception of a few pieces that were given to me by you know guys like Nevik and, and I think even Jesse, maybe Scanline have, have given me some, some gear over the over the months, you know, however long it's been since Diablo's been out. I don't think I've ever actually had a good usable piece of like post level 30 gear that I acquired myself. I think I've had to purchase every single thing I've ever worn in game. So that is one aspect I'm, I'm hoping that really gets addressed is the drop rate because without that auction house, I don't know, you know, somebody for me, like a casual, you know, a, a true casual player, am I going to be able to be geared enough to be doing act five and doing well in bounties and not getting my head kicked in? I don't know, that's a question for you guys. I know Nevik has been uh, a little bit weary of the drop rates and legendaries and whatnot, but forget legendaries, I just want to be able to build a kit from my own drops that is going to be sufficient to play the game without feeling like I'm playing it poorly because of a lack of gear. So that's, I guess, my question for you. Do you guys feel that that's going to be the case, that for somebody with a casual playstyle, and when I say casual, I'm playing far too many games at the moment, and with Heroes of the Storm on the horizon, I'm going to be playing that considerably. Uh, obviously, producing a podcast about the show, I have to be you know, playing the game. So someone like myself who can just you know, jump in for a couple minutes here and there, you know, 15, 30 minutes, uh, one day a week, two days a week, can I play it at a casual level and still be able to gear myself enough that I'm not feeling punished by a lack of gear? Because before, I would augment that punishment of a lack of gear with the auction house. 
No, I don't have that. And I'm not opposed to that. Honestly, I think the removal of the auction house is a great idea. But I'm curious how that's going to play out for a casual player. Again, someone like myself who's playing far too many games and will be investing time in other games. Will I be able to build my own kit for my own character without the need of the auction house or of trading? Obviously, you guys have been talking a lot about being able to trade items. Uh, and that's fine. I have no problem trading items with people. But I'd like to be at least capable of being self-sufficient in, in picking up gear. And I'm hoping that's ca uh, possible. I'm hoping I have that capability as a casual, not, you know, 20, 30 hour a week player. That's all. Sorry for this being so long. Uh, I'm rambling only because I've got nothing to do for the next 47 minutes as I continue my commute into work. So have fun. Have a great show. I will talk to you all soon. Cheers. Wow. I think I almost fell asleep during that. I don't know about anybody else, but, uh, Oh, come on. Real <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I'm but, thinking uh, about um, having, having, uh, having my daughter give me a cup of coffee. <laughs> yeah, see, never stay with me. But uh, anyway, real, I was listening to a lot of your what you were talking about. Like, since, since you just kept drilling that casual gamer and finding stuff without the auction house, I think I, think I have a good, good thing uh, to answer that with. What I'm thinking is that if you're a casual gamer, first of all, I mean, just, let's just skip a bunch of other stuff and pretend you're, you can have access to torments right now and everything. If you're a casual gamer, you're never going to be sufficiently probably playing the highest difficulty and getting everything that there is that's in those difficulties and super awesome. Okay? So take the pipe dream and probably go away because most likely that's not going to happen. Uh, well, ever. you might get there eventually. Right? Right, yeah. but you're not get, you're not gonna play for ten minutes and find you know the best weapon legendary in the game because you're you're not at that point and it's gonna take you a long time to get to that point. However, it is possible. But I can say by everything that I've experienced so far, I haven't been playing lately. I don't know. It's probably, but it's what I hear from Navik, it's even easier. But you know, I started a crusader at level one in friends and family before any of it was changed, and I never once had to not. I didn't even have to go back to town. I always, every time I needed an upgrade, I had one. And that was playing, I think I started in hard, and I had no no problems going through the game, getting drops all the time, mm -hmm. and stuff like that. I mean, I don't know about you, if you did a f full level, but right now, especially if you're not, you know, if you're just worried about more about playing normal and still having fun and then getting a couple difficulties in, or, you know, since it scales with you, yeah, you, you'll be, until you get up until max level 70, that for sure you will find everything you need along the way you, mm -hmm. you'll, you're not going to be hurting you. you're not going to be like oh i need to play with buddies because they're going to find something you won't most likely at least if guarantee if you're playing normal you can find your stuff way through without ever having to stop the story if you get unlucky you might have to go back for like two minutes to be able to beat magda but that's about it so i mean i don't know if you agree never can but it's normal is tuned that um they're, they're not expecting you to have all rares, even. Um, you, you, you can pretty much play normal straight through, never have a problem, until you probably get up into, like, level 64, where you, even at normal, you'll probably still be expected to have at least mostly rares, so that, that way your gear's pretty decent. Just just for uh, survivability, if nothing else. Because I, t I took my throwing barb, well, my barb, I should just say, from 60 to 70, and I got him into Torment 1 capable pretty easily. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't quite as easy as with my wizard, because 
back when I got my wizard up to level 70, blood shards were flowing fast and furious, and I was just able to gamble myself a whole bunch of gear that, that um, where, where my weakest gear was, I was able to just gamble and then, you know, enchant that gear. It was actually pretty easy to get into Torment at that point. It's a little bit slower now because you're not getting blood shards quite as fast. And uh, Kadala, she's not dropping as many legendaries now, which I think is something that they can possibly address now. They, I think they need to retune her just a little bit, tune her up just a, just a little bit. That way, that way it's not feeling like a complete waste of your time to get blood shards because uh, right now she doesn't give legendaries very, very frequently at all. Now that doesn't mean that she doesn't give legendaries because she does. Um, I, I think the first chest that I, the first chest piece I gambled from her ended up being a gold skin. So I was like, oh, hey, there we go. There's a legendary. Not ideal, but hey, it's a legendary. And then you think you're gonna get more because you got one so good on RNG to get your first roll. Yeah. Fill up the whole stash with nothing. Yeah. I mean, I've gone, I've gone through at least 600 shards, and that was the only legendary that I got from her. So I think that there is some tuning that can be done there, but. I, I do think that using Kadala is a very good thing for you to do. It will be it will be your stopgap for when uh, you know you just can't find that one particular piece that you've been holding that you haven't found an upgrade for, and I don't know what just got thrown in my house, but uh, <laughs> you know it, there will be occasions where you'll you'll you know, you'll have a piece of gear that you've been wearing for 20 levels because you haven't found anything better that's dropped for that slot. Well, you can go to Kadala and then, you know, get, gamble and improve that piece. Now, I wouldn't suggest this until you hit max level. I, I would say hold on to all of your blood shards until you hit level 70 because uh, it doesn't make much sense to gamble away those for gear that you can easily upgrade just by playing the game. But real quick, yeah, Mavic, that makes now... Sense. Blood shards. What's first of all? What's the new max on them? It's and still 500. Is the new max? Okay, but do they like? Are they harder to get now? Because mm -hmm. I remember getting up to 500 like nothing. Yeah. So they're a little harder to get. Okay. Yeah, that that's also one reason why I would suggest not using Kadala until you hit level 70 because it you don't get quite as many now, and the best source of blood shards is running rifts at least at Torment One. Because uh, I think I was getting maybe about 20, somewhere between 20 to 30 for killing a Rift Guardian boss at hard. But then at Torment 1, I was getting um, about 50 to 60 shards killing a Rift Guardian boss at Torment 1. So if that stays the same, running Rifts will be your best bet to max out your blood shards, you know, quickly. Because about 10 rifts should in theory get you to that 500 right. cap is it still between like 5 and 10 to buy stuff or somewhere around there yeah i think so i think weapons are okay. 10 and rings are 15 or are rings you know what i'll have to double check it's been a while since i've gone to kadala it, it doesn't matter i was just saying it, it's pretty close to around that that 5 10 15 yeah. 20 type of you'll range definitely be able to be self-sufficient real so yeah, if you want to get into, like, really, really casual, that would be me right now, you know? Um, and I started a Crusader just at level 1 just to see what it would be like to go through, and I haven't had to purchase 
anything. And she's only she's in Act 2, and she's at like level 24 or 26 or something like that. But um, haven't had to buy anything, haven't had any need for an auction house, didn't feel like I needed someone to give me stuff. It's just dropped. Just at like the, just the very beginning part of the game. So even there, it kind of works. So there you are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not yeah, you'll too be, hard you'll to get be satisfied. One. I would say so. For I, sure. I was able to do it. Um, of course, I, I knew exactly how to get myself ready for Torment One. And if you haven't, if you haven't played in the beta, you you probably will have to learn this the hard way. <laughs> but uh, the one thing, don't worry about your character sheet DPS quite as much as you need to worry about your toughness and your healing stats. That that's how you get ready for Torment One. And then once once you can kill stuff in Torment One, that's when you start worrying about, you know, trying to make those trade-offs between toughness and DPS. And it is really hard to find pieces that will improve both, because it is kind of a trade-off, and you kind of have to make decisions because of the whole uh, four stat two secondary stat system that they are they are adamant about keeping. And uh, that that's the only other thing that I would suggest. Um, that change is uh, they, they need to get rid of critical hit damage I think if they get rid of that that will make the 4-2 system work or feel a lot better because right now um, it just trying to get you know critical hit chance critical hit damage and then you know either attack speed or something else is really hard you know in addition to your main stat plus getting some vitality or all resist you know it makes it really really in fact, it's impossible to get all the stats that you want on a piece of equipment in Leap 2.0. But that's, you know, going from the mindset of chocolate. Once you change your mindset and you get used to the way that you have to gear in Reaper of Souls, you'll be you'll be a lot better served and you'll, you'll know what you need to do to get ready for those difficulties. So, there you go. That's a very long-winded answer to your question. So... While Jen is roboting, why don't you read the second email from Master Doe? It's a short one, Antonio. Hey, Master Doe comes again. He says, hi again, Soulstoners. Now what? Question mark. There will be... <laughs> oh, <laughs> I thought you were yep. doing something. <laughs> know what? There will be one more stash tab. One tab for dexterity character who prefer, to, who prefer dodge and speed. One tab for intelligence character who whose power is also resistance. Oh, that's that's cool. When did they finally announce that? That was um, at least two weeks ago when they announced that uh, with purchase of Reaper of Souls, you'll get a f you'll be able to buy a fourth tab. Oh, okay, that's cool. I remember one time before they slashed it that it wasn't going to happen, and now it's happening. So, yeah, yeah imagine that. Anyway, continuing on. Uh, one tab for strength character who spread blood all over the world. One tab to complete them all. One tab to share among them. One tab to upgrade them all with some material and gem and Reaper of Soul where more shadows lie. OMG. Love you all. Your French friend, Master Doe. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> am, I, am I still roboting? Or can I no, you're good. You are, you're good. Yay! <laughs> it's almost a poetically done email, too, you know? Like almost yeah. a tongue twister. I had to... I was like, I'm already <laughs> squinting because I can't see. And then I'm like, wait a minute, this... What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So. Yeah, it's. I just like the poetry of it. You know, one tab for dexterity who prefer dodge and speed. One for intelligence character whose power is also resistance. <laughs> one tab for strength character who spread blood all over the world. <laughs> it just sounds poetic to me. I like the way it's written. Yeah, it's new. 
Yeah. Um, speaking of um, main stats, uh, this just reminded me of the playtest that I listened to last night with Flux and and Shinobi and uh, who was the uh, Sipko. Yeah. Um, they they asked about dodge. You know, dexterity has the least benefit or the hardest way to quantify the benefit in terms of defensive because all main stats you know have some form of defensive bonus to them where intelligence gives you all resist strength gives you armor and dexterity gives you dodge and dodge isn't quite working quite the way that they want it and in fact is probably the um least beneficial of the three main stats so they're looking into other options for that uh, may maybe they'll give dexterity um a AOE damage reduction based off of dexterity, which I, I think that could work. There's not an attack rating um, stat, really, is there? I'm trying to think. They, they they could just make dexterity give you even more crit, but you know. Yeah. If, it's, then if dexterity, dexterity is a crit chance build, then everybody will be dexterity builds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so... We'll, we'll see how that progresses. But um, that, that concludes all of our emails. And I, I'm actually amazed we didn't get more emails over the past month. But may, maybe that's, you know, self-fulfilling prophecy right there. Don't do a show for a month. You don't get any community interaction for a month. Well, they have to have something to respond to, yeah. right? So yeah. I can see where they've been waiting for something to respond to. Yeah. So I you feel can bad about that. <laughs> I feel like we... I think we all do, but it just wasn't... It just wasn't working and man we tried so many times to schedule well right we really did. i remember i was i th i thought there was a wednesday that i thought we were supposed to be recording i was all ready to go i'm sitting here like, oh, what's that bad? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, i'm the only one here that just never that I, never came through yeah and then, right. and then i heard saturday right. and i was like oh great great now i can't do something i miss it darn it and i was like, okay uh, well i didn't hear anything the next week and then finally you know, I finally get an email from Nevik. Oh, I guess we all were just going slow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just just um, to pull the curtain back, uh, normally our little email um, trains, uh, you know, threads uh, for scheduling a show normally go no more than maybe 10 emails between all three, all four of us. Um, this, for episode 58, is at 47 emails. Oh, jeez. You have <laughs> oh a counter God. on that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It does count it, but um, yeah, as you go, I mean, usually Nevik will start it off and say, "Hey, how about record this day, this time?" And everybody will chime in and say if they can do it or not. And then if if someone can't or enough of people can't, then we go, "How about this other day and time?" And it just kind of goes from there. So you guys listening can kind of get an idea of how this works behind the scenes, you know. Yeah. Um, and this one was just like we tried everything, man. <laughs> it just wasn't happening. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, speaking of scheduling, you can I can tell you after the show, but just see if you can help me remember, remind me. Uh, talk about my my schedule with you because Saturday afternoons will be no more for me after this week. Okay, so we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Yep. So let pulling the curtain back to you know, um, what back to draw the curtain. There we go. Not mm -hmm. pull the curtain back to draw the curtain closed. Um, we, there was a bunch of stuff that's happened over the past month. Uh, Storm of Light is now available, and there were, a, there were a bunch of interviews that were conducted with uh, Nate Kenyon and Mickey Nielsen 
sadly we didn't get included in that but you know maybe maybe we'll get an interview with nate later sometime could be that'd be nice it'd still be nice you know but uh um, Jesse Cox, BlizzPro, and Reddit all got a chance, and, uh, as well as the Instance, you know, World of Warcraft podcast, got an interview with them. Oh, wow. So we'll include links to all of those. And then uh, Thunderclaw over at Reddit, uh, the slash r slash Diablo subreddit, uh, he he published his uh, review of Storm of Light, so we'll include a link to that as well. We, we already talked about legacy items no longer being enchantable. I think it's a good thing. I, I know a few people out there probably will disagree with me, but I think overall uh, it's a good thing. Uh, there could have been a more there could have been a more elegant way of addressing the issue of um, having legacy items be you know best in slot even at level 70 through enchanting. <laughs> so there, there could have been a more elegant way of handling it, but uh, I, I think overall it's just the best the simplest way for them to fix the problem so I, I'm okay with it but Diablo 3 has shipped over well sold over 15 million copies worldwide now that that includes the console and PC version so that's hmm. a lot that's a lot of that is a lot that's a lot of copies of Diablo a lot of players of Diablo out there yeah there is a Diablo 3 fan art contest going on right now um, through DeviantArt. I will need to click through to this to find out when the deadline is. Yeah, I was wondering. I know I put it in there. I can't remember when the deadline is. Let's see. Maybe it's past. That would be bad. Let's see what we got here. Do, do, do. Why? Why? Okay. Uh, um, okay. March 13th is the deadline. There we go. Yeah, you have to submit your art uh, by March 13th. Um, and then they do a semi-final round and pick three contest winners. And it's being done through DeviantArt. Yep. So you got to have some involvement with that, which is really not hard to do at all. It doesn't cost you anything. Right. Um, yeah. And then they've got some, um, let's see. They, they have some amazing prizes to give away. Where the uh, first, pri- first place prize is a two-night trip to Blizzard HQ. Which is pretty awesome. Like Five thousand dollars and a framed print of your of your winning piece of art. And they have a little bit of description of what they're looking for. Um, it says uh, they want you to take make an illustration depicting one or more central figures of the expansion getting ready for the coming conflict against the Angel of Death. So you can include the six heroes of Sanctuary. You can include Malthiel. That's kind of your. That's kind of what they're looking for in this. Although I'm sure if you want to go off the beaten path and you put together something so amazing that they, you know, like if it's a treasure goblin, you know, maybe, maybe the treasure goblin's going to be, you know, deeply involved with, with the quest to to stop Malthiel. Who knows? Who knows? You know, it would be funny if someone drew up, like, a really good drawing or illustration of, like, you know, the player... Um, going after the treasure goblin and there's Malthiel trying to like pull the soul out of the you know out of the character or whatever and he's like instead of you know trying to get back to his body he's trying to get to the treasure goblin right you know? yeah exactly <laughs> that'd be kind of funny I don't think I could pull that off but maybe it, there you go people free idea right there free idea go right ahead you can use it I don't mind yep um other than that uh let's see there is the first look of first look at Paragon 2.0 and the community and clan system. 
uh, up on the official Diablo 3 site. If you are curious as to how either of those systems will work, go ahead and check out those links. Um, I mean, obviously, you can just go to Diablo.com and get to it, but th we'll include a link to make it a little bit easier because, you know, we talk about a lot of things on the show, and I always include them in our show notes, you know, especially if they're like YouTube videos and or pieces of art, you know, pictures and stuff like that. Uh, that's where you can find those, so I definitely suggest that you guys do head over to the forums. Or, the forums. Well, you can head there, too. Well, you could go there, too. That'd yeah. be great. But head over to our website so that you can catch all that stuff. For example, we I have uh, two YouTube videos posted by two different people about um, potential PTR builds for classes that you might be interested in. Uh, for, first up is uh, Last Soul's Lightning Monk. Um, it's a monk build that focuses on dealing lightning damage. And then the other is Kaus's Storm... Kaus's... Kaus Storms? It, there, there's Unlots over the A or something. Um, is a oh. Torment hmm. 6 viable Whirlwind Bar build. And uh, this is based off the PTR, so he's level 60 Torment 6. So it is it is viable. I saw him do it. It's definitely very, very viable to do a permanent Whirlwind Bar build. Just requires a lot of gear to do it. And I, I think that's what the developers are, are okay with. They weren't okay with... Um, currently, you can do pretty much a perma whirlwind build with just like a passive and and an active skill. Or or a passive skill. And you, you'd be able to generate enough fury to you know keep your whirlwind going indefinitely. And they don't like that. Like, they don't want to kill that ability, but they want to make it more difficult to, you know, they, they want you to have to invest heavily in making that work. So, I guess I'm okay with it, although it does kind of suck. Because I know JH, he was running with a, he was, when he was doing his playtest with Wyatt Chang, he was running with a, a wizard build that didn't have any signature spells. And it was, there. ironically, Wyatt Chang mentioned that he, they, they were talking about the Witch Doctor and how Witch Doctors didn't like the fact that they had to use one of their primary spells, as opposed to just using all uh, mana mana spenders. Oh, <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, so, so that way you could just spam zombie bears all the time. Mm -hmm. And why it's all like, no, I don't like that. You know, we we want there to be a rhythm between using your left and right mouse clicks or something mm -hmm. like that. that so there you go. So you don't get like carpal tunnel as you try to do the whirlwind barb, which is something I well, noticed. I, I don't know <laughs> you if know? you get carpal tunnel because you would just be holding down the right button or maybe the left button down. Yeah, but so. I don't know. Just the, I don't know, man. I've popped a tendon in my hand, so now it's like Ouch. anything I do. Yeah, it was years ago, man. It's all right, but um, just kind of notice it after a while, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But uh, uh, there's a few other small, uh, strenuous extraneous yeah extraneous stuff that could mention but um we'll, we'll just leave it at that that this has been a very lengthy show already and i'm honestly really excited about reaper of souls and to the point where i don't want to play the beta anymore because i'm at the point where i want my progression to be for reals yeah right right before we we go i'm gonna do that i wanted to do that interview this time since uh that new listener did the intro on the 2nd of January and it's just a short one so if that's okay yes go okay. ahead and alright this one came from Jimicus sorry it took so long once again but he says hi just discovered the show yesterday didn't even realize that there was any Diablo podcast I follow other Downforge cast so I had a good reason to expect good things from you guys expectations confirmed thank you 
I've been a gamer since Pong days, early 80s. I've been playing Diablo through all versions and I'm excited about the new X-Pack. Was able to attend BlizzCon this year and things are looking good. I'm a... I'm guessing it's supposed to be hardcore because for some reason the forums blanked it out. I'm a hardcore only player at this point, still working on my first level 60 though. Maybe the show will give me an extra extra play tips that I've been missing. So see you in game. Jamicus at, and it looks like he's got his Twitter here, at uh, Hogeye underscore CTR. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. That's okay. Hogeye. Okay, cool. awesome. Yeah. Dave, I, I, I wasn't putting two and two together until you mentioned his Twitter, and I was like, oh, okay, we, we know who that is. He's he sent us a number of tweets. Oh, okay. He has, yeah. Good. Not this show, cool. but previous shows he has. Yeah. Well, That's cool. sorry about yeah, the introduction. Cool. We get behind on these you know, we, you know how we joke about our forums being so popular so <laughs> and I used to do these when I did Dead and Waiting instead to save room on our shows so yeah but yeah yeah, yeah I don't bring that up right now <laughs> <laughs> but, but we all know <laughs> I want it like... yeah we all know I wish I can but you know internet so, so but it, it sounds like uh, Dead and Waiting will be making a resurgence in the near future, at least. At, at least, at, yeah. At least it'll be it'll be a guaranteed show for launch, at least. So, and if anybody has any questions as to just how wonderful your internet is, these past three minutes have been a perfect example of oh. of your internet. Well, they probably won't yeah. hear that because when Sean Ed does, doesn't he take all our audios? And since I have a recording my audio from my own, it'll come out perfectly, right? So, yeah. Yeah, short answer is yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's really bad. <laughs> I can't imagine what you guys probably hit me. Yep, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I'll shut up then. You can close the show now. Yes. Well, thank, thank you, Hawkeye, for, for participating on our forums. I, I know I, I mention this almost every single time about how, oh, I, I should make sure that I spend more time on the forums, and then I never do so I'm so terrible. Yeah, I, I've said I was going to do that too and haven't, but yeah. I mean to. Yeah. I just got to start putting the forms <laughs> into like my daily check, like my daily Twitter check or something. Like, oh, now that I'm working, I'm going to do a break time and I'll start checking forms and I'll get it going. Yeah, I know. Get it's it going like, again. I, I check Diablo fans. I check Diablo gamers. <laughs> yeah, I don't no, mean I, to. I, I, just I not ours. Day. I'm thinking, I go, <laughs> I have forums, like I go on Bimmer forums like every day and I yep. still don't form that I created every day. Okay, well, I, I'm gonna know. I mean, we're gonna start going. All of us. New Year's Resolution. Yep. About a month yeah, and a half Pinky late. Promise. Pinky Promise. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so okay. thank you, everybody. You have been listening to episode 58 of the Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. If you missed an episode, you can find the show blog and listen to the show archives at ShatteredSoulStone.com. While there, why not join our community forums, you know, speaking of the devil, and talk with other listeners? Just click on the community forums button at the top of the site. If you want to join us in-game, go to our show blog and navigate to our Soulstoners Battle Tags page. There you will find our battle tags as well as those of many other listeners at the show, which I should be updating after I finish this. Um... This show is powered by you, the listener, so please send in your contributions, thoughts, questions, and feedback to show at ShatteredSoulStone.com. We love Twitter. Come join and tweet with us. You can find the show Twitter at ShatteredStone. I'm at Nevik James. I'm, I'm laughing because my son is, like, swatting at my mouth right now. <laughs> Jen is at Queen of Haiku. Brasia is at the underscore Brasia. And our fourth musketeer is at Lantonio. 
We would like to extend a huge thank you to Medros of Dawn Forge Productions for hosting our Loot Deviant show. You can find more shows from the Dawn Forge at thedawnforge.com. Thank you for listening. Until next time, from all of us here at the Shadowsel Stone, we are going to be heading over to those forums right now. Flash mob on the forums. Type, there type, we go. typing. <laughs> instead of click, click, type, type, typing instead of <laughs> click, 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 clicking. Yep. Type, type, typing. This episode's Song of the Show brings us back to good old Tristram with another remix of the Tristram theme. Pascal Michael Steifel, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, otherwise known as Plasma 3 Music Remixes over on YouTube, has recreated the Tristram theme from Diablo 1 as if it were to be used for Diablo 3, specifically for the original cinematic trailer for Diablo 3. None of the original audio clips were used. Everything was recreated by hand. Well, maybe not by hand, but by computer by Pascal. So it is quite an enjoyable listen. You can find more from Pascal over on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com plasma3, as well as over on youtube.com user plasma3music. And now, without further ado, here is Diablo Remix, a Diablo 3 Tristram theme remix.
This has been a production of Dawn Forge. Copyright 2014. Find great podcasts and more at thedawnforge.com.